Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 143 of the 167 podcast. I am Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church, and as always, I'm with my good friend, our media pastor, Josh Harrell. Hey, Josh. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? It's, I think it's going okay. I just popped my ankle. So, yeah, I'm just like going, ow, now I feel some heat Tension. Yeah, 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 there you go. But yeah. no, it's going good. I'm, I'm um, very rested. From my time away, yeah, and um, gearing up for VBS, so we are. Yeah, it's a little soggy up here today. At the yep. church, we had a little plumbing issue. Mm-hmm. So you and Kristen moved furniture and mopped up mopped some toilet water. <laughs> nice. Mm. So be sure and uh, make make sure your gifts and offerings are. Yeah, because <laughs> we don't. We at this point of recording, we don't know the <laughs> damage of the situation. <laughs> We just know we can't use the facilities yes. on campus. So, yeah, but no, we're gearing up for VBS. Mm-hmm. Um, I say we. I don't feel like I'm doing that much. Kristen and her crew are, are busting doing it, a and lot. you are as well. I know, um, because it's starting on Monday, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and and in in uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Conjunction. This, conjunction, yes. Yes. With with VBS is our mission week for our middle school students. So they're staying. Yes. They're coming Sunday night, staying the week, and so uh, there's a lot of prep getting ready for this coming this mm. coming week. So yeah, and you <laughs> won't have a kid at home because Mallory will be doing the mission week. I know. Yeah. Yep. So she's looking forward to it very much. Is she? Oh gosh, yeah. Nice. She she loves the the journey weekends and the mission weeks. So. Because she just gets to stay away from home. Um, I like is that like the? I think there's a little I, bit of I, it. I know she always enjoys everything about it, but is that like the main like I'm ready oh, for it? She likes, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's the only child in her, so yeah, she likes those little moments. Um, how about you? Uh, you know, we went on the cruise. It was oh, that's right. Yeah, it was fun. Um, Adeline said it was great. Adeline said it was great. Carrie got was the only one in our party that kind of got seasick a little bit. Um, yeah. But other than that, it was a really fun time. Uh, the food is not as good as it used to be on cruises. No. What carnival? What? What Did you use carnival? Carnival. Say, what carnival did you use? Yeah. <laughs> what but, cruise did you use? Carnival? But apparently that is a thing post-COVID. Like, every cruise line's food has gone down. Hmm. Like, they've, they've taken the opportunity to cheapen their oh. offerings. Oh, well. Yeah. There you go. Because, like... I thought it was maybe just a carnival thing, and then I just started reading about other cruises, and it's a complaint across the board. Oh. Yeah. Well, here we are. Um, we pre-recorded, this like, what, the first, four? Yeah, this is the first time in, like, three or four weeks yeah. we recorded. So, uh, so we might be a little rusty. <laughs> yeah, I already feel a little rusty, so. Um, but, yeah, we're jumping in. So I'm, I want to – anything else you want to mention before we jump into today's – Nah, let's topic. jump in. Okay, so um, – Acts 4 is what I covered last week. Yes. Um, so if you haven't heard it, you can go and listen to week 8 of the Acts series. Mm-hmm. Um, or Good watch message, it. by the way. Thank you. Thank you. A little long. Um, I made the joke in the message that because I was out for three Sundays in a row, I was going to preach three Sundays worth of messages, and I thought I was being funny. So it was like a 38-minute message, which, you know, um, it's a little bit longer. So not three weeks. Maybe that's two... No, that's a week and a half. Of yeah, 
No, I, see, I'm not the ser- to me, the sermon takes as long as it takes. Yeah, yeah. I do notice though that it's a little bit longer if I've been out. Like yeah. and that's probably just I've got you you got know, things feel, to say. I got things to say. <laughs> I got things to say. Now, with the caveat of that the person isn't just trying to just hit a time mark. To be t- yes, yes. Now that that's where that's where you get into those sermons that are very long and drawn out because yeah. they're trying to hit that forty five minute timer yeah, no. that they set for themselves. No. But if if you generally go shorter and then you have one every couple weeks or a couple months that mm-hmm. goes 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Yeah. I think as long as the, the message is, if it, I mean, if it's, if it's Holy spirit inspired and speaking, then yeah. go for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, so I don't know how we got off on that track, but what I was going to say is that, so we were in acts chapter four yep. on Sunday um, so if we're going chronologically this coming Sunday, we're going to be in Acts chapter five. Hey, you were hoping that was the right answer. I was, I was almost expecting to go, <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> we're going to be back in four. Well, no, we will be in five. Um, but I've kind of gone back and forth because there's, there's two different, um, stories happening in Acts five. The first half is about, um, Ananias and Sapphira and how they withhold, or excuse me, they lie about what they give. It's not that they withheld, it's that they lie about what they gave. And what happens there, and it's kind of a, it's a dark passage, and it's one where if I was just kind of scooting along, I'd be like, eh, we'll just forget verses 1 through 11, and we'll start with verse 12. Um, Because then it's it's another story, it's it's almost a, a repeat, a very similar exchange that happens that we just talked about in Acts 4, and that's when Peter and John are being questioned. They're continuing to teach in the name of Jesus, and they get called before religious leaders. Yeah. So I've been going back and forth on this, going, first of all, I'm not going to preach both of them in one message. That's not going to happen. Yeah. And I was leaning towards, like, Acts chapter 5, verse 12 and on. Um, But really, it was this morning, as I just kept thinking about, and I was doing some reading about last night, and I think I'm going to go with Acts 1 through 11. Yeah. So, but I had notes for verses 12 and onward. So what we're doing today... So does that mean the week <laughs> after VBS, we're not going to go through verses 5 through chapter 5, starting in 12? Probably not. We're uh, going to do it right now. Right now. Okay. Right now. Right now. So we're going to go kind of backwards and then forwards. So we're going to look so at the So this is second, Acts week 10. This is... The, yeah, this is... The, we're going to look at the, the stuff I've gathered so far um, for the latter part of chapter 5. And then Sunday we'll look at the first part, and then okay. the following week we'll be in we'll be somewhere in chapter six. Cool. Yeah. Well, this is fun. Yeah, is it? We'll yeah. see. We'll see if you I, I say think, that. I think end. it's kind of neat. <laughs> so, so there's this um, this confrontation, like I said, between the religious leaders and Jesus' disciples, um, because they're doing what they were told not to do, right? Which, which was don't say the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Stop doing what you're doing and stop mentioning the name of Jesus, right? Acts chapter 4 concludes with them being told, don't say the name of Jesus. They go back to their people, and they all pray together, and they ask for more boldness. <laughs> and then the house shakes where they are. Right. The building shakes. Yeah. And then that says they go out and they They, they have more boldness. Right. So they're operating now in this boldness that we see. Um, and they're all still meeting at... Solomon's porch, you know, right outside the temple. I love that. I mean, yeah. Well, that's why we have the name. So yeah. it's not like a coincidence. No. 
<laughs> what came first, Shannon? Um, I'm thinking the actual place. So, um, <laughs> but Bible here's named the deal: after. because of because of what happened with the with the lying at the first part of of chapter five with these two people and how it affects the church. I mean, they fall down dead. I mean, just you know, like yeah, you know, it's they drop dead. Yeah, they drop dead. Um, it verse twelve says now many signs were or now many signs and wonders were regularly done among the people by the hands of the apostles and they were all together in Solomon's porch. Verse thirteen, none of them rest dared n- none of the rest dared join them, but the people held them in high esteem. There was a fear among people because of what just happened with Ananias and Sapphira. Right. People were afraid. Yeah. And it was like a holy fear. Um, the the It wasn't like they're not going to listen to the message anymore, but there was a, whoa. And I don't know if they understood. Were they just afraid of Peter? Because he was the one speaking to them whenever they dropped dead. Yeah. Um, or were they, did they recognize the awe and the holiness of God? And so there was a, a, a righteous fear, right? Uh, yeah. Um, don't know. It could have been a mixture. Yeah, it's it's um like have you ever, um, as a parent gotten on, or well you're you have Shannon or you have Mallory so mm-hmm. maybe not, but uh, this happened to me once. Someone got on to me mm-hmm. by getting on to someone else first, Ooh. and like I learned the lesson because they were punishing them. Well, I'm a middle child, so, so yeah, yeah you I've s- gotten away with a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I think I went. The, I don't know if I'm going the right well, way with the story, but so like a group of people are guilty of mm-hmm, something, right? Mm-hmm. And then whoever is dealing out the punishment just mm-hmm. picks one mm-hmm. and gives them the punishment, oh. and then everybody is watching. Oh. And now they not only fear the person that gave out the punishment, but they fear the punishment as well. Mm. And that story is always kind of sit, mm. sat like that to me. It's like don't. Don't, Don't do, do it. Don't lie. Yeah, it was a punishment and a lesson for everybody in the room. So yeah, I think I had some tennis practices like that. Yeah. So where we, sports is where sports where we is all where, had yeah. to pay for the one. <laughs> no, only the one paid. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, like the story. Okay, exactly. I'm, with you. I'm tracking. So, We're rust. I'm rusting. Like ev- everybody got. Everybody was in. Everyone was guilty, but mm-hmm. only only mm-hmm. that one person paid for it, and then yeah. you. You feared the person that dealt out the punishment. Yeah, I'm the sure punishment. there was a fear of Peter. Had I'm to sure there have been, but I hope. Well, here's the thing. So verse 13 is like none of the rest, no, no one else joined them, but they were held in high esteem. But then verse 14 says, and more than ever, believers were added to the Lord. Yeah. So they continued. People continued to say yes to Jesus, to convert, yes. to to follow Him. So it's not that there was a fear, and so no one else became a Christian, right? it was that understanding um, your uh, your responsibility as a, as a member of the church, as a, as a part of the body of Christ, was everything needed to be clear and clean, mm-hmm. right? Like not only were you forgiven of your past sins, but you needed to live differently than you were living before. Mm-hmm. And they just outright lied. Um, they, were, they were faking. They were fronting. They were like... You know, it's like whenever people bring the big giant check, you know, sometimes like yeah. for a thing, it's like they wanted to be seen giving the money and they lied saying, this is everything we had. And it wasn't. And it wasn't that they were supposed to bring everything. No, but they made they a spectacle. They said they were bringing everything. They, they lied. Yeah. And, and I got to be just, you know, I hope I'm always real, but 
one of the reasons that I just was like, I'm not going to cover this little passage, uh, verses 1 through 11, mm-hmm. in a message format, was because it's about money. Oh, yeah, and people are... Yeah. And these people fall down dead because they... You could read and go, well, because they didn't give everything, so they, you know, Peter... No, like, it's the fact they lied about it. It's that they lied. They yeah. lied, they lied. So I need to get over myself, so... Yeah. So the more people are being added to their number... Um, it's not about the money at all. No, it's not. It's not. Um, it says they even carried the sick into the streets, laid them on cots, and as Peter came by, they believed that even if just the shadow of Peter fell on them, that they would be healed, which that is a whole other side thing because... um, Now, did that happen? There was healings, but it it wasn't... It wasn't like aura. No, I think it was... um, For instance, was it Jesus' garment that healed the woman who reached out and touched him, or was it her faith and his ability to heal? Yes. You know, so I think it was kind of like an, it was um, something that could be seen and a manifestation of, you know, the activation of faith, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, God is working. Um, so it's like if we believe that the God of Peter and the apostles can heal, I'm speaking on the, you yeah. know, for a person that's lying on a cot, you know, there, if they believe that, then then yes, you yeah. know? So As opposed to the person lying on the cot that believed it was Peter. Correct. Yes. Right. And, and I have not gone in any depth into that. I mean, I think that would be a great episode just in and of itself, probably. Yeah. Um, so, but what we do know from verse 16 is that people gathered from the towns around Jerusalem and they brought sick. They, they brought those who were like demon-possessed, unclean mm. spirits. And what does it say? They, they were, were healed. They were all healed. Mm-hmm. So the work of faith was happening. Yes. Um, and this was God through his spirit was working. And and this was just, it was a remarkable time. But as is the case, the high priest rose up. And so the, the religious leaders, the Sadducees, they were filled with jealousy. They were angry. Um, verse 17, they arrested the apostles. They put them in prison uh, the the Jewish leaders, we know they had been Jew, uh, jealous with Jesus. Right. I mean, they killed him, and now they're jealous of of uh, his apostles, of Jesus' apostles. Um, so now here's the story, and I would love to hear your take on this as um, uh, the from a kid's like growing up in the church standpoint. Okay. So this is the story where during the night they're in jail. Yeah. An angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out. And mm-hmm. said, hey, go back to Solomon's porch, go back to the temple, and keep on doing what you were doing before you got arrested. Okay, that was my um, summation of that. And when they heard this, they they went to the temple, they began to teach. And so this is like, this this gets a little bit comical now, because when the high priest and them came to uh, question them or whatever, browbeat them, um, they, they, they all meet together. They sent to the prison. They said, okay, bring, bring the apostles back. We're going to really give it to them this time. They obviously didn't listen back in Acts chapter 4. Yeah. Um, we're going to get them. The court's meeting all these very important people and all their you know regalia, I'm sure, that they had on, that they're just ready to just give it to them. And verse 22 of, of Acts 5 says, but when the officers came, they didn't find them in the prison. So they came back and reported, we found the prison securely locked and the guards standing at the doors. But when we opened them, we found no one inside. Um, And so, all right, 
as a kid, you heard this story? Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is not the same story where Paul is in prison and the wall gets knocked down. This right. is a different escape story. Do you recall, I mean, like any any thoughts on this or teaching or something that you were like, maybe I'm confusing the, as a kid, I think the story of Paul and the wall and all that stuff. That is, one was definitely yeah, more. Yeah, that's probably what I was confusing before I was like, hey, I want to hear what you have to say. I mean, I still want to hear what you have to say. Um, I remember one specific time this being <clears throat> something. Yes. And I remember going, but didn't Jesus tell us to follow the... Um, oh, the authorities? The authorities. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. And so that that's where me being a rule follower like I am, I was like, so why is God breaking them out of a place that their authority put them in? Hmm. hmm. Well, he's the greater he's, authority. He is the greater authority. Yeah. But what is he? Is he saying only follow the authority? Sometimes, like, like that's where mm. that's where eight year old me was yeah. with this because Which, I I I remember exactly who my teacher was, mm-hmm. and and this was the only time I remember this story, and going this doesn't make sense to me. Mm. Yeah. Which, if you go back to um, Acts chapter four and you think about how Peter responds to the authorities, he said. You be the judge, but which is better for me to obey you or to obey God? Mm-hmm. And so what I would, I mean, I know you know the answer, but I'm just going to yeah. speak it out, is that when um, the human earthly authority um, is in contradiction to God's authority, right? then I, we're free from that. Oh yeah, and, and so and, and you know that I know and I'm that just now. It now for yeah. those who are going, oh yeah, what about that? So yeah, but as an eight year old sure. me, where it's black or white, uh huh, yeah, you don't go to jail. Yeah, yeah, that's where and, bad people go. But but the authority that God has placed over you puts you there, mm-hmm. so you stay there. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then the authority of God got them out. Exactly. So, <laughs> it, but yeah, that's true. So that's a good example. like that that. Because I was so young when I heard it, mm-hmm. and I honestly, and it, it's probably been preached on before, after that, but, you know, drawing pictures and doing the thing that kids do in sure, church and, sure. and don't remember it again. But that was like, when you said that, that was the one thing that popped up was like, why God, you know, placed these people over these people Mm -hmm. and even God submit, even Jesus submitted to the authority. Yeah, for sure. So then this happened and I was like, well, that just seems counterintuitive to what so far the, the new Testament has been about. Yep. That's very true. And so here's, what's really funny. I think in this story is that, um, you know, the guards go to get them and they're not there and they're like, yeah, they're at the temple and they're teaching. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so they send the guard to go and get them, but not by force, Scripture right. says, for they were afraid of being stoned by the people. And when I, I the irony there is that the the religious leaders want to use force, but they're afraid of force being used against them. Like yeah. they, they want to stone the disciples, they don't want them. But they to don't be, want to be stoned. Of course not. So, which, when you think about it, is a terrible way to die. Oh, it would be horrible. Just From kidding. my understanding, it was like, I mean, I, it could have just been a free-for-all, but I know oftentimes it was you were buried from the waist down, so you couldn't, couldn't run. get away. Yeah. You couldn't dodge. Or, or maybe I think even your arms were, maybe your shoulders down. 
like I can't I, remember. You, you, couldn't, you couldn't. You couldn't protect you yourself. You couldn't block with your yourself. Arms. Yeah. yeah. And then they threw stones at you until you died. Mm-hmm. And then um, the only other one with rocks that I think is worse is like being pressed. Oh gosh. Where they lay you down and they just stack rocks on Did you. Did they until do you that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that one. Yeah, that that that's a biblical. Oof. Well, that's horrible. Yeah. Like it's pressing. <laughs> like that's what they called it was pressing. Oh wow. Um. So now. So now they've gone to the back to Solomon's porch to get them and bring them in front of him. I'm sure the, I'm sure the religious leaders were just like besides beside themselves with anger and and whatnot. Well, and you also got to think like they thought they killed all this when they took care of Jesus. Oh yeah, like, and they're they thought, finding out quickly that oh, now we're dealing with many Jesuses, yeah. and you know what I mean by that. Like yeah. now they're filled with the Spirit and they're going in His name. Yeah, which is what He said He was going to do. Like they they. They're probably ticked off because I've already taken care of this situation, and now it's way worse. Actually, it's just now starting. Yes. Yeah. So they bring them before them in verse 28, and they say, We strictly charged you not to teach in this name, yet here you are, and you filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us. So they're just about saving their own skin. They're Mm -hmm. like, quit talking bad about us. You keep saying that we're the ones that all this, and this... I don't know if you've ever, I mean, I've never like fully watched like a con- congressional hearing or anything. No, I can't. But no. I've seen snippets and parts yeah. and things. And I, it's kind of that same vibe, that whole like semicircle, like religious leaders sitting in there high well, it's up. A, it's and a tribunal. Right. And they're standing before them. And it's, it's, meant, it's an intimidation factor just from the get go. And I wonder how many of us, I think about my nature, um, would quickly, like, would I fold? Would I be like, yeah, you're right, I'm sorry. Like, just to get out of the moment, to move on, you know. Um, yeah. But but Jesus, I mean, think about this. Peter, who denied knowing Jesus, that Peter, who was a coward, who lied to just someone random on the street going, hey, I think that's a follower of Jesus. He's nope, now no, I'm em- not. He's now empowered by the Holy Spirit, and he continually, he's consistent in saying, you can say what you're going to say, you can threaten how you're going to threaten, but I'm going to speak of what I know. You be mm-hmm. the judge. Yeah. Um, and so he answers them, we must, you know, go on to your eight-year-old self-question, we must obey God rather than men. We must yes. obey, and, and that means over and above, yes, it's a, it stands on its own as a statement, but when you get into the details, it's like, yeah, when it contradicts, you know, like I don't, God's not saying, Shannon, don't, don't drive five miles an hour over the speed limit. Obey the law. Yeah. But if, you if know, I there tell was, you, if there's an emergency. Yeah. Um, and I've got to be somewhere and Mallory says, mom, I need you now. I'm going to drive faster than the speed limit says. Yep. Now I still might be uh, held accountable to that. Yes. Uh, but I'm, I'm not, not sinning in that right. regard, I don't think. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> People are like, "Oh, that's a whole other. What are we going with that?" That's so, a can of worms. No, um, I, I think, I think you alluded to that example perfectly because God got them out of mm-hmm. prison. Yeah, but then they still had to answer for leaving yeah, prison. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, and th- they're like, "Okay, then I'm going to say it again." Yeah, I'm going to say it before all of you. So. We must obey God rather than men, Peter says. The God of our fathers raised Jesus, here he goes again, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him in his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things. And so is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. 
And when they heard this, this is they were enraged and wanted to kill them. So, whew. Because they thought they'd squashed it. Yeah, and they, he keeps saying it's the same message. Yeah. Um, he doesn't back down. He's, you know, he's a Tom Petty. He's going all the way here. Um, he boldly <laughs> and clearly tells them, like, this is what Jesus has done for, for all, for the people of Israel. And he's come to bring repentance. He's come to give the forgiveness of sins. And they just, they were enraged, just like they were at Jesus. They were enraged. Um, now, here's an interesting twist to the story, I think. And this, I love this. One of their own, so this tribunal, you know, mm-hmm. this these religious leaders, one of their own speaks up. It's the voice of reason. Um, is a Pharisee. And verse 34 says um, that the, a Pharisee in the council named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, held in honor by all the people. So he wasn't just like um, someone who was like, you know, the JV of the Pharisees. Like no, he was, he was a he big was, deal. Yes. He stood up and he gave orders to put the the apostles outside for a while so they could speak among themselves. Um, or just just those men. Yeah, because other, others were there, obviously, for we have the account of it. And he said to his uh, those gathered, he said, Men of Israel, take care what you're about to do with these men. Like, be careful. For before these days, Thutis rose up, claiming to be somebody, and a number of men, about 400, joined him. He was killed, and all who followed him were dispersed, and it came to nothing. So there was another movement, there was another uprising, and it amounted to nothing. After him, Judas the Galilean, different Judas, rose up in the days of the census and drew away some of the people after him. He too perished, and all who followed him were scattered. Through ancient historians, what we know, so that that only we only know about these two men, but I'm sure their efforts failed, their rebellion failed, whatever they were trying to do, it failed. And he's pointing this out; they all know it. And I think in the back of their minds, they're thinking this is another one of those. And so we will do like we did before; we will speak to them, we'll tell them not to; it'll go away. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, yeah. I've, I've actually watched a couple of um, uh, History Channel things. It was like there was a lot of people trying to create movements around that time Mm -hmm. and it and it's almost it was almost like giving the pharisees and the sadducees an out because it was Mm -hmm. just another Another. movement that Mm -hmm. they had to crush yep like they weren't looking into it other than the fact that this was going up against the torah at the time and they're like Mm -hmm. all right we're gonna squash it and get back to business right and so and this, and it mentioned this guy, and it was talking about how he went to bat for these guys mm-hmm. because this is, the, yeah. Yeah, this is the only movement that didn't die with the leader. <laughs> Everyone else just went, oh, mm-hmm. that guy was crazy. That's because the leader didn't die. Exactly. Yay. But well, and I was watching it from a his, history standpoint Ex- uh, that for, didn't oh, go into the resurrection. Came back. Yeah. They just went, they, they were looking at, the fact that the movement didn't die with Jesus, mm-hmm. and it was the only one of these movements that mm-hmm. that happened with, which probably frustrated them more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, "Your leader's not here. What's going on?" Yeah, for, they're like, "Oh, but our leader is here." But from from like a <laughs> historical standpoint, yeah, it, it's in, like these guys were literally just trying to squash people. They were trying to debunk or, or reroute the church, mm-hmm. 
and they were trying they were trying to just keep the status quo because of all these movements that were happening. Mm. And this one particular documentary, and I can't remember the name, but it was it was really looking at they didn't even examine Jesus at all. They just saw that he was another yep. guy. There's another movement claiming to be different wow. and to rework everything. Yeah, and they were just there to squash him. Mm. That'd be uh, yeah, I would like to see that. That'd be interesting. So, so Gamaliel is speaking about this, and he's like, look, here's a, you know that there were these other movements, and they came to nothing. So he says in verse 38, in the present case, I tell you, keep away from these men. Let them alone, for if this plan or this undertaking is a man, it will fail. Because you've got to remember, these were religious leaders. Mm-hmm. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You might even be found opposing God. So they took his advice, which was really wise on their part. Because they thought, okay, yeah, this isn't going to be of God. It's going to die out like the rest. In verse 40, and when they had called in the apostles, they beat them (laughs) and charged them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. So this is just their continual thing is quit saying the name, quit saying the name. Um, But, yeah. But this scene, so Gamaliel's speech, though, it, it does persuade them. They do let them go and say, don't say Jesus. But his one, this one line of his, it's... It's the most interesting. He says this, if all this is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You might even be found opposing God. And that's that's the truth. And so these are some That's where they end these up. These are prophetic words. Yeah. Um I don't even know if Gamaliel understood that at that moment to that depth, but but so here's the response. Here's what happens then. So um the the apostles leave the council, the Sanhedrin, the tribunal, and they are rejoicing <laughs> that they are counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name. So they are willing to suffer for the name of Jesus. And that is pretty much antithetical to most people, even believers. Antithetical. Even today. Like, like it is the opposite of what we'd do. Okay. Like it is like the antithesis okay. of gotcha. what we would okay. do. Um, it's just, it doesn't seem to be like our response. Um, but they left rejoicing that they were dishonored, that, that their name was dishonored for the name of Jesus. Um, and so the result of that is that uh, verse 42 tells us every day in the temple and from house to house. So it wasn't just at Solomon's porch they did not cease teaching and preaching that Christ, that Jesus is the Christ. Mm. So they had, they were unjustly imprisoned. They were threatened. They were beaten. Um, did they give up? Did they complain? Did they get angry with God? No, they rejoiced. Yes, they rejoiced that they could follow in the footsteps of Jesus, of their leader. Um, they weren't surprised at the injustice. They weren't, um, you know, Jesus had told them multiple times that they were going to suffer. He was going to suffer, and they were going to suffer, mm-hmm. you know. And again, that was one of those times when Jesus said, the Holy Spirit's going to come, a helper's going to come and help you to understand more of even more so of what I've taught you. And I think they were starting to live into some of the teaching of Jesus that they were going, oh, this is what he meant. Oh, this is what he meant. Yeah. You know. Um, so they go out and they preach Jesus all the more. They just keep on doing this, um, they wouldn't be stopped. And and that's really, the, I think, a important thing for us to recognize is that what can stop 
the church? What can anything stop the mission of the church? I should say, and the reality is, is no. Can the church itself go off course? Sure, it's made up of people, but the mission of the church does not ever change. Mm-hmm. Um, so the apostles, the followers of Jesus, empowered by the Spirit, they, when they were operating under the Spirit, they were unstoppable just like Jesus was. Um, you can have imprisonment, threats, warnings, beatings, all this, but the mission remains, and the boldness, their desire, their hunger for more of God was obvious. They kept asking for more, and they rejoiced when they were called out for it. Yes. And I love that. I think that's so good. Romans 8, um, 31, it, it's, it's that passage Paul's writing about um, if, if God is for us, who can be against us, right? Who... Can anyone separate us from the love of God, right? Will will anything, will distress, will uh, persecution, famine, all these things, will anything keep us from love of God? No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And that's the promise that Paul put into words, that beautiful reality mm-hmm. of living in the by the Holy Spirit in that boldness and proclaiming the name of Jesus. God's always going to be at work in the world, always, always. He's not going to ever stop working through... Um, his word, by the Holy Spirit, through his church. We just need to be, here's where it comes down to application for me, Josh, is we've got to be willing vessels. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not going to be a willing vessel, God's not going to use me. You're right. Um, and so, but I want to be a part of his work. I want to be, and I, and I don't say that as Pastor Shane, and I say that as just as a person. I, I want, as just a regular old person, no matter what my job is, I want to be a part of God's work. Um, and so we need to be people who are, and even though I say that, like that's my desire, there are times when that might not be my motivation right. or it might not be my driving force or I might be sidetracked or allow the the circumstances of life to affect that. And here's an example of people who their sole purpose was to lift up the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um and they didn't let anything else distract from that. Yeah. That's a that's a challenge. It is. <laughs> but um it's good like the boldness of the uh followers of Jesus is just amazing and I keep seeing this over and over again in Acts. So Yeah, that's kind of where I am. Anything else you want to throw in here as we close out today's episode? Um just be in prayer for um everyone helping and mm-hmm. with VBS. Yes, for this sure. This coming week. Yep. And also be in prayer for the kids that are coming to attend VBS and the middle schoolers and the middle school volunteers that are having mission week this week. <laughs> it's a lot. Yep. But it's awesome. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. And this Sunday you will be commissioning all those people yes. to do God's work. Yes. So if you are listening to this on the week before VBS and you are helping with VBS or you are um, on the middle school mission week, Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a helper with VBS or Mission Week or whatever, um, be here Sunday, this Sunday, um, June 18th. Yes. Yes. Um, bring your dad because <laughs> it's Father's Day. Yep. So, um, and it's Drew's birthday, so bring him yep. something. Um, he likes snacks, um, video games, and magic. And magic. Not like the Slide wand. Slide of hand. But like, yeah. Um, the card game. <laughs> but, um, be here Sunday, and uh, we want to pray for our leaders and our students that are involved in this coming week. We believe that is part of the 
the commissioning is to to go out and on mission and mm-hmm. um that's what we want to do so yeah we'll see you guys this sunday josh we good yeah we're good? I, I mean I, that's there's so the, much going on there's so like much going on something i mean because there is a women's event tonight yep that happened yesterday if you're listening to this when it comes out <laughs> confusion never mind on the women's event just pretend you didn't hear yep it. yep um so i mean we got we got so many things great things going on on there are uh uh our one of our communications pa- connections pastors uh john told us about a couple opportunities to serve at living bridges coming up mm-hmm. is that yeah. next week this or? saturday this and, saturday okay. and then ju- Sometime in July, like okay. the first week of July. Cool. So um, there's just so many things going on in the church. If you're not plugged into our social media, please do, and because that is the way to get the information the fastest. Yes, for sure. So, All right, Porch Community, well, it was good to be back with you, and uh, we look forward to seeing you Sunday and talking to you again soon. Have a great week. Bye. See you. Bye. You've been listening to the 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.